Welcome to Barely Adulting, where two almost adults talk about life in their 20s and what being a grown-up really means. I'm Annie. And I'm Cheyenne. As 2022 comes to an end, it's natural for all of us to go through a little reflection phase and to think back what we have done this year. Yeah, and so today we're going to be reflecting about what our past selves or child selves would think of us now. And this was actually a suggestion from one of our followers from one of our um, Instagram polls. So if you have episode suggestions, don't be shy. Let us know. Yes. Um, Let's get into- as usual. Yes. Yeah. So what's been going on with you? Getting into some life updates. Um, yeah. The past week or two weeks haven't been that eventful just because everyone's been celebrating for Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. I haven't really done anything um, that interesting but I did have a little Friendsgiving with my friends um, which was fun but it was sad not to see my family just because like I feel like everyone's always with their families for Thanksgiving yeah so seeing that like I couldn't be with mine like it was a little sad um and other things um I've been on the hunt for a new like sports shoe and it's been impossible Mm. to find a good workout shoe like at this point converse are like the best workout shoe for me because nothing else works like it hurts my feet like what are you gonna say oh I don't know if they have these shoes in store but Mm -hmm. f45 is like partnered with this company called noble Um, oh that's why they are always wearing those shoes yeah so i've seen like some of the coaches wear them and then some of the other people in my classes wear them Mm -hmm. and i low-key want to get some because i feel like i need a good hybrid shoe like not a running shoe and not a converse because for example today's workout was like 50 50 strength and cardio Mm -hmm. so i like can't really wear a converse because it was jumping but then i also felt so like my feet were like tilting and stuff when i was doing like the lifting stuff and i was like oh i hate this like my ankles are gonna break um so i might try that and i don't know i don't have any money to buy it so i can't even be like i'll let you know um the tilting thing is like my biggest pet peeve like it's so uncomfortable like I feel like it ruins the exercise exactly the weight distribution isn't like even Mm -hmm. so I would still sacrifice like well yesterday I wore converse to my class and I couldn't do like like the suspension one where you put your feet in the air oh yeah my shoe had no grip Right. Um, but then I was just like, can you just give me a modification? Because, like, my yeah. shoes doesn't work. And it worked out. Did they out. do the – did they have the, like, big ball, like, the Swiss ball modification? Like, for that one, the suspension one? No, I don't think they did. Oh. Um, yeah, because I could not me, like, do that one. <laughs> is it, like, where you put your feet in the air and then you, like – Yeah. Like, you're doing, like, kind of, like, kind of like a um, like a hip thrust in the air. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. He basically was like, just go in the air and do like up and down hip thrusts instead of oh. trying to pull it in because yeah. my feet would slip. Kept like, slipped. yeah, yes, exactly. So I just did that. Um, but oh, I heard people the who Nike don't, people who don't take F forty five are like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> like, you know, the hip thrust in the air, like I know. while you're floating. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what were you gonna say? But I heard Nike? the Nike Metacon. 
uh-huh. I don't know if you heard that that shoe, but I've heard that's like the perfect. Is that gym the gym shoe? shoe? Like everyone has it, I think. I think everyone has it, but like I just Let don't like the it. look. I'm so annoying. Like when I buy a shoe, like I need to like how it looks. Try and looking the... at the. Oh wait, no, this is not what I thought it was. Well, what pisses me off about the Medicon shoe or whatever it's called is that it has like text on it. Like I don't want text it's looking like off-white or something and i'm like just not in it is it's not ugly um yeah and i wish they just had better colorways yeah um but i think today actually like after work i'm going to go to a shoe store and discuss with them like what type of shoe i should get yeah and i might just buy on the spot because i really really need a new shoe yeah Yep. I feel that. Uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, other, yeah. What else? Other than that, like, I don't really have any updates. Like, my life is so boring. Honestly, <laughs> lately, I've been feeling like a little bit seasonal depression. So mm. I haven't really had motivation to do many yeah. things in life. Like, I spend a lot of days just at home mm-hmm. watching TV, um, cleaning, like, just living life alone that that sounds so sad but (laughs) I feel you the motivation to go outside and then not spend money is like impossible yeah what activity can you do no I was just thinking that like walking but Mm -hmm. I don't like walking unfortunately like I'm not really a big walker (laughs) yeah it is cold I, I always feel like I'm going to get kidnapped. My friends think I'm so funny for saying that, but like I genuinely think I'm going to get kidnapped if I'm walking or running outside. I feel that. I feel like that's just our training, unfortunately. No, for real. Like the condition of being a woman. I, I know. know. Yeah, okay, what about no, you? But I feel you. I was just going to say like, I was just thinking of, wow, I literally spent my whole day at home and like yeah. I'm unemployed, so I really should be doing more things. Like I have yeah. all the time in the world. But I mean, I'm still like doing impathable work. So I yeah. have stuff to do at home. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, oh, what would I do? Like, oh, I want to go to spin class. Okay, that's like $25 a class. Okay, yeah. Where am I gonna get that? Um, or like I could go to Prudential and like walk around. Okay, that's shopping. Like what Yes. <laughs> I have no impulse control. Same. I will buy things. I can't, I cannot window shop. That is not a thing for me so yeah everything costs money even to get there it costs money Mm -hmm. for me I have have to take the tea like yeah (laughs) exactly life is so (sighs) expensive you know yeah and the best way not to spend money is to stay at home exactly depressing yeah yeah Uh, well on that note of spending money uh, my parents are in town so (laughs) yeah I have still been spending money because they use my credit card but they're gonna pay me back for it and I've been like keeping track and like they spend a lot of money because we eat out like every single meal and I'm Mm -hmm. like dude thank god this is not my money but anyway they've been in town we ate at IHOP last night um it was fun and I spent like basically a week in Vermont, which is like longer than usual because usually mm-hmm. we have to come back for like work or for class. Mm-hmm. Um, but given I am unemployed, we extended our trip also because it was Zach's birthday. So um, we stayed to celebrate oh with gosh. him. Um, and speaking of Thanksgiving and like 
us being the normal orphans where like we're not with our family or like I mean my family was there but then the whole point of going to Vermont was because my parents were supposedly not gonna be there so I was supposed to go to Vermont to seek out some family and like you would come Mandy came Mm -hmm. one time and these are all the people who like don't go home for Thanksgiving and it's funny because the twins and my cousins in Vermont were those people now so yeah. they were like celebrating with their friends. They didn't come Aww. back to Vermont. So yeah, but it was a lot of fun. Um, I didn't even get to really spend time in the town, which was kind of sad mm-hmm. in Woodstock. We just stayed home most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was still a good time. We watched the World Cup like every single day, um, which we can segue into our current obsessions. Yes. Um, the World Cup. <laughs> even though people are boycotting it because the whole... FIFA and Qatar thing is very shady. Yeah. But it's still entertaining. So like Yeah, guilty. it's still entertaining. <laughs> and like the people who participate, like they've been working years for this. So like exactly. try to support them, you know, yeah. and like it means a lot to them and like yeah. their countries and stuff. So Yep. It's the same been... combo with like the Olympics that we yeah, had a while right. ago. Um and I've been watching World Cup for like years and years mm-hmm. now, like since I was a kid, like my dad has always been super into soccer. Yeah. So I think because of my dad, like I have a side of me that's really interested in sports. Mm-hmm. And it's only manifested itself like the past few years. But yes, I've been following World Cup. It's been really good. I wish um Vietnam was in there. But right. I don't think that's ever going to happen, unfortunately, but we yeah. can wish. And I've been keeping up with basketball a little bit. I have phases nice. like some weeks I'll watch like every single game um some weeks I'll kind of go without but this season has been pretty good so far mm. and I still really love the Phoenix Suns I have not been converted to the Atlanta Hawks yet <laughs> which is the Atlanta um team but yeah. I have a friend here who he's like obsessed with the Hawks so he has been like getting me a little bit more interested in his mm-hmm. team but I still can't like stray away from mine because it's just like the OG and like I just love them. And they're how did you like choose them as your team in the beginning? Because um the po- my favorite podcast, what we said, mm. um the girls are from Phoenix, Arizona, and so that's where like the the interest started. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns are from, and so they would do like an NBA corner where they like mm. talk about like updates and like what's going on with the games like each podcast episode and then I was like I'm so intrigued and then Devin Booker is like really cute so um I kind of just started watching it when they were in the finals like two years ago yeah Um, because they hadn't made the finals for like a decade or something and they're an underdog team so I always like supporting the underdog and mm. just to see like their team and their passion has been yeah. like very interesting. And I've tried to look like watch other teams, but I just haven't been like as interested yeah. as the Suns. So I'm just going to continue supporting them. They're having a game here in like the beginning of February. So Ooh. hopefully I'm still in America and <laughs> can watch the game. I'm very excited. Yes. I think they're number one in the western conference so it's Mm -hmm. divided it's like western and eastern so all the eastern teams like battle each other and like all the Uh western and phoenix i'm pretty sure is like in the top three right now Oh, nice yeah so they're very good out of like 12 or something or 14 i can't remember 
Mm. Um, so a very good team. Anyway, nice. it's my little ramble. <laughs> People are shocked that I'm interested in basketball. Like they're like, wow. yeah, I feel like I would not have pegged you as a sports person. I don't know so why. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm a sports person e- either. Um, yeah. Other obsessions. Um, I have a diffuser that I bought like a couple months ago and I still am in love with it. So highly recommend for like relaxing ambiance. I always have mm. tea, tea tree oil or lavender. Um, and I'm also obsessed with anything Sherpa. Um, Ooh, I just got yes. this Sherpa jacket. Um, from Maritzia and I love it but anything like just fluffy yeah for winter I love like my blankets and mm-hmm. my I literally have a blanket on my lap right now because it's cold yes uh, your obsessions um okay my obsessions um Kenny was super sweet and got me this like he got me two mice mouses <laughs> um <laughs> to try out And I told him that I wanted to get like a new mouse because with me being on the computer literally all day long doing graphic Mm. design stuff, before I got a mouse, my hands were cramping from using a trackpad. So then I got a just like a simple Bluetooth mouse and I was just like, oh, this is not ideal. But I wanted to wait until like I got a job and hopefully depending on where it is, like they gave me like a work from home office budget or whatever. And I was like going to splurge and get like a nice mouse or whatever yeah um but then Kenny ordered two for me to test out and it's been like a game changer Mm. because the whole point is like your wrist shouldn't be like flat the whole day Mm. and the movement of like a flat mouse your wrist is like like jingling too much and like it's not good for you so the vertical mouse is like more natural for your hand um it's definitely like taking some time to get used to the mobility of like moving my cursor around, but it's really comfortable. And it also has like all these buttons, like side buttons and like ways to scroll and all that stuff and shortcuts. Um, And it's been really fun to play around with. You can even customize like per app or like program. So mm-hmm. on Photoshop, like the two buttons might do something different than on Chrome um so cool. so that was exciting and as a person who literally uses my computer like eight hours a day it's been very nice um I also broke my nail in my last f45 class which was so sad <laughs> so Ouch. yeah that prompted me to order these products that I've been um I follow this girl on tiktok who does nails mm-hmm. and so I ordered some of the products she uses to like do the gel extension mm. Um, rather than like the press on gel X extensions. Like mm-hmm. I didn't really like that. I don't know. I just feel like my cuticles are too weak for that. Mm. So I wanted to do the gel one. And also because a lot of people use that anyway as a base coat to strengthen your nails. Mm. And like my nails don't have any problem growing long. They just break all the time. So I, I got mean, this normal. so I can Yeah. So I got it so I can like keep my nails long and then reinforce them and so then I can do my own manicures yes um so maybe for December I'll do like a holiday design and actually put effort so yeah usually I just like slap on a plain color and I'm like we're done I don't need to do this anymore yeah (laughs) I'm on a bit of a nail break yeah um lately like 
I was trying to read up on this because I'm like, I need to see if anyone else relates to this. Mm-hmm. But I feel like doing gel nails sometimes, it makes me feel like suffocated. Like my nails mm-hmm. are like suffocated under it. Yeah. And like it can't breathe. And then it like gives me anxiety. Like I need mm-hmm. to take it off like immediately. Yeah. Like it'll usually happen like a week and a half in. So it's already like mm-hmm. kind of the time when you can take it off. But I would like to extend it to like two yeah. weeks to two and a half weeks. But usually by a week and a half I'm like like there's just this anxiety in me that I'm like I need to take it off so I'm going to just be on a break and yeah not do nails for a while and maybe before Christmas like I'll do something cute but I want to give my nails a break too Mm -hmm. okay we've been rambling on for a while um (laughs) yes (laughs) So why don't we get started into some of the questions that we prepared about mm-hmm. what our childhood self would think of. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I thought of when I was thinking of like child me, I feel like I always had this vision of like college, you're so old, like you're an adult when you're in college, even though that's the biggest lie ever. Mm-hmm. But what would your childhood self or younger self think of you when you were in college? I think I would definitely think like, wow, she is so mature. Like, I think I have grown into such a mature person Mm -hmm. and I matured so quickly. And like, as a child, I wouldn't think that like, I would be like, kind of like having my shit together, like the Mm -hmm. way that I was able to in college. And I'd be surprised at like how confident of a person I've become because I always used to be like really, really shy as a kid. And I would be so surprised that I went to college in the U.S. because I didn't even think about truly going to the U.S. until like my 11th grade and senior year of college. Like to think back to like my younger self, like I barely thought about my future at Mm. all. Like I don't definitely it's like being super naive because like even picking my major, like I didn't even think about like the jobs that I would get from it or like where I'd go to college like I just never thought about things like that and I do know that some people like do think about that Mm -hmm. um when they're younger they're like I want to go to this college and then get this job when I'm out and then live in this city but I just never had a plan Um, and as I've grown up I've become much more like the type of person to like have a plan Mm -hmm. for everything so it's just funny to see how like life changes you and it makes you like morph and become like the type of person that you are. Yeah. No, you're I no get longer that. naive. Yeah, I yeah. agree. I think like when I think of me as a child, I don't know why I have this impression that I was like really shy and quiet, but I feel like I actually wasn't. Yeah, and I don't maybe think you were. <laughs> part of it is because I was like at least when I was in Dedham, like Massachusetts, I was one of the only Asian kids. So I feel like that left the impression of like, I was shy, but maybe it's more like I was lonely, (laughs) which is kind of sad. But I was definitely thinking back to like the slight memories I have on the playground. Like I was out there doing cartwheels and like using the monkey bar. So I wasn't like shy or quiet. I think I just like didn't have a sense of community, which made me feel like I was shy. 
but I still feel like I would be pretty surprised at how like open and social I am in terms of community and like I also think back to like when I had my toxic best friend and I had no backbone like I literally let her push me around with every single decision so I think I would be pretty proud of myself that like I've turned into this person that like people look to for like help and decisions um, rather than being the one that's like following. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think I would be too surprised that I ended up in Boston um, just because when we did move back to Malaysia or move to Malaysia, I like didn't want to go, even though like mm-hmm. what does a six-year-old have to care about a town? Like <laughs> who knows? But yeah, I just didn't want to go. So I feel like if I told myself back then, like, don't worry, you'll be back. I would be like, yeah. nice. Yeah. It's so funny because when I was except to Northeastern, I literally had no idea where Boston was. Yeah. I was like, what is Boston? Like mm-hmm. I had never heard of it. Um, And I was like, oh, it's near New York. Like it right. must be in town. Like I truly had no idea like what to expect and back then like I had only been to America like probably twice so like and I went to California because my aunt lived there so I barely like had any exposure at all to like the Mm -hmm. east coast so it was just like so shocking just thinking about how I ended up in Boston yeah because as a kid I really thought that like I would be in Hong Kong or something like that yeah Um, but no, I get that. I feel like people always know where Har- like what Harvard is, but I don't know. Like, I mean, at least I didn't know it was in Boston. Like, Me and neither. I lived in Boston, like near Me Boston. Um, a lot of people when they get into Northeastern have no idea where Northeastern is. Like, yeah. <laughs> they just apply and then they're like, "Oh, okay, where am I going to yeah. go to?" Um, but Very yeah. True. Okay. Our next question is if we'd be surprised at who like our friends are so I think for me I definitely would be like surprised so one thing I really wanted to talk about was like since I was a kid and growing up like my dream was always to have like a good friend group Mm -hmm. like I used to watch tv shows like you know like Hannah Montana and like Sweet Life Zack and Cody like they all have like friend groups and everyone's so fun and it's just like this idea of like a fantasy and I Mm -hmm. always wanted this like fantasy best friend like where they like knew everything about me like we'd hang out every day we'd have no problems and like just be the best friend and we'd be the best fit Mm-hmm. and only like through therapy that I was like wait that's like that doesn't exist yeah. like it's just this like dream that you come up with in your head as a kid from like media and stuff and like mm-hmm. the word best friend like can mean so much more than like yeah what I was envisioning yeah no I totally relate I feel like it's interesting because like exactly what you said right it's all from the media and stuff and like we have this idea of like lifelong best friend and like Like ride or die yeah like not to say that like I don't have that but I think the difference is that like we have this image of this like perfect person Mm -hmm. and like that's just not possible right like we're gonna have flaws like your best friend is gonna piss you off at some point of some way and like other circumstances like I obviously still have best friends from high school and like 
um I've been recently like talking to one of my best friends and we've known each other since we were like six when I first moved to Malaysia but like we don't live in the same place right like she lives in Canada I live in America yeah. and like I haven't seen her in you know four or five years since I visited in 2019 I, I haven't seen my other best friend in like since we graduated high school so it's like you know, we still have those connections, but it's like not what you see in the movies. Yes. And another thing that I think I always wished for was like the neighbor best friend. Yes. Like, I think oh this is gosh. like the American dream to me. I was like, I hate that I moved away from America because you're stripping my um, ability to have a neighbor best friend. All my neighbors were old white people. Like, who was going to be my best friend? But. <laughs> Or like a fling with like a neighbor. Yeah, yeah, like the summer fling or like the visiting <laughs> like like boy for yes. summer. I don't know. But it was so stupid. And it's like, what was I wishing for? You know, like we probably wouldn't even have gotten along if we lived mm-hmm. in Dedham because Dedham is like the whitest town. Like I probably wouldn't no. have been their friend. Um, I but honestly yeah. think this applies to like, your future husband too and like significant other yeah because I used to think like there's the one and like this fantasy guy who will be perfect for me like it's so funny like a few years ago I was like yeah I just know that there's like one guy out there Mm -hmm. and he'll be like perfect for me but as I've gotten older like I've realized that like Prince Charming and like that doesn't exist like the one perfect person for you I think my personal take is that when you get married to someone you've just chosen that person Mm -hmm. yeah to be with you forever it's not that they're your perfect person yeah exactly Um, and like and with that it's like you could have gotten married and they're not the right person for you or you got married and then they grow into the right person for you right because you work at the relationship and like I think regardless of friendship or relationship like the minute you let go of the expectation of that perfect person, I feel like it also relieves some anxiety. Because I think a lot of people have anxiety of like, am I the person that can't get a best friend? Like, is Mm. it me that like, I'm just not lovable and I can't find my perfect like partner? And like, it's not that. It's just that we have these like, crazy ideas of like the puzzle piece fitting and you'll just know like Mm -hmm. no you will not just know like I know you know friendships become close because of the years and memories you spend together relationships work because you work at it right it's not that like I mean yeah maybe there's soulmates out there and like maybe there isn't you know like Mm -hmm. it's really up to you to decide and I think yeah yeah I don't think I've found, I don't know if I believe in soulmates. I don't know if I found mine, but I think that it could be possible in friendship mm-hmm. and yeah, per, like relationship. Mm-hmm. For sure. Very fascinating. Yeah. Another thing about the whole like American dream thing that I definitely mentioned this in one of our first episodes about like culture mm-hmm. and it's so embarrassing, but like, I think this is more speaking to like middle school, high school me. I would be surprised that the majority of my friends are Asian. And like in Asia, yeah, everyone, right? Like in Asia, it was just like so like fantasized of like whiteness and whiteness was put on such a high pedestal. And I don't know, I guess I was like craving white friends, even though I had like white friends in 
yeah. ice kale. But like, that's so embarrassing. <laughs> like, I yeah. was racist, guys. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I do not feel that way now. I love all my friends, and I do not wish they were any other race than they are. <laughs> So I, one thing I do wish is that I was more comfortable, like um, befriending and talking to people mm-hmm. that are outside of my race. I think no, I'm I agree. Good at it, but I still don't tend to gravitate towards them. Yeah. Like, for instance, in my workout class, like the two people I feel like I've had a genuine connection with, they're both Asian. Same. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I wish like. But it's difficult because I feel like it's just the culture differences and like the way that you talk and like, it's Mm -hmm. just different. So it's always more awkward. Like, I feel like with the people that are like white in my class, it's just really difficult for me to talk to them because they seem really cold and like serious. And I'm like, I'm just trying to be, I would ask them like, what's your name? And they'll be like, my name is this. And then that's it. Like, yeah they're not trying to talk to me I'm like okay if they're not trying to talk to me then like yeah I'm not gonna push it and be like Mm -hmm. annoying no I 100% agree and like um I feel like it's just hard to relate sometimes I don't know I feel like I'm a pretty good conversationalist in that I can talk to anyone but there's a difference of when I'm like comfortably flowing a conversation naturally versus like I'm searching my brain to like figure something out and, like, I agree. I wish I had a more diversified, like, friend group mm. or, like, I don't know. It's hard to say. Like, I can't even tell you, like, I have a friend of, you know, different background or anything. Another thing, going back to the whole friend group thing, shows, like, friends and all yeah. that stuff, like, totally glamorize, like, mm-hmm. adulthood and friendship. And it's, like... Yes. Friends is a great show, very entertaining, but I feel like it low-key builds people up for, like, disappointment. I don't know. Yeah, like probably. It's so rare to have access to, like, that type of friend group as an adult, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there's definitely – it's possible, and, like, you need to put yourself out there and, like, create that group. But, like, I mean, they were roommates, right? Like, they, ha- they lived with each other, yeah. and, like, it's really hard to find that connection – without the like structured kind of reason behind it and there's always drama with friend groups like yeah there's always drama yeah I also feel like that person yeah and like this is totally a tangent but I feel like social media has ruined like friendship like Mm. it's so dramatic and like you know all those tiktoks of like people being like I overheard this group talking about you. Like, if your name is this, like, they're not your friends. And I'm like, what? Like, no. I mean, that's a good thing that social media is, like, calling them out. But, like, because of that, it's so easy to hide behind, like, anonymity and, like, you know. Anyway, we've been talking about friends for a long time. So let's move on to another topic. Um, What would your younger self think about like what your job Mm -hmm. is or your career track is looking like right now I think like as a kid I've always wanted like I think the main job that I wanted to do is like I really wanted to be a fashion designer at one point Mm -hmm. a chef um filmmaker and I ended up doing business which I am not I don't think my childhood self would be surprised with at all because in business you could like go to different directions like 
And I've always grown up like with my parents as entrepreneurs. And I've always mm-hmm. known that I, I've always had business like in the back of my head yeah. and I've always wanted to start my own business. So hopefully that comes to fruition mm-hmm. sometime soon. But I think kid me would be pretty proud of where I'm at. And yeah. I would think that I would have it all figured out. Like, oh yeah. As a kid. And I'm like, I would have, after college, like, I know exactly what I want to do. Like, I have a dream job at like top like magazine where I'm like mm-hmm. super cool and stuff. And it's just like, no, like I still have no idea what I'm doing. Like I'm still searching and looking for like my true interests, like, and trying to find that job that like I love going to and love mm-hmm. doing every day. But it's definitely a journey. Like, I'm still yeah. so young. Like, exactly. We're still 23. Like, I feel like we're so ambitious, like, at such yeah. a young age. We're like, we need to find, like, the best job and, like, dream yeah. job and stuff. Like, we're so young. Like, we have like, we got time. years I and can years. chill. <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. No, I – same. Like, I mean, in regards to, like, the whole dream job thing, I also think this might be, like – a generational shift because True. I was noticing that even during co-op and like co-op surge my mom was so hung up on like because like at least after yearbook and doing publication stuff I really wanted to work in magazine and I loved yeah. like layout design and so she was like why don't you um like apply to Vogue your dream <laughs> job you know like just shoot your shot I mean she didn't say that but like her version yeah. of shoot your shot and like up until this day like I've completely shifted concentration like I know layout is not a flourishing environment like I'm not gonna get a good career from there and she still was like what about your dream job (laughs) or like even like your dream car is a Tesla and I'm like um that dream has expired we don't support (laughs) Tesla anymore so we've gone past that she's like your dream she'll tell other people she like got into a Tesla Uber and she's like this is my daughter's dream car I was like (laughs) please stop it (laughs) but anyway back to the main question is whether I would be surprised I think I would be surprised that I'm in the creative field because when I was a kid all I wanted to do was to be exactly like my parents so I wanted to be a dog groomer so cute immediately my mom was like no you will have back problems you will not make money you will not like well actually they make a lot of money because like Getting your dog's haircut is like $80 and above, which is wow. crazy. Yeah. Um, and I just like loved animals. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll be a vet. Like, and I always say that's my like alternative life. Like I went to be a vet. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then in high school, as I got older, I was like, okay, no, like no actual science for me. Maybe humanities or maybe like Mm. something different or like science adjacent of like sociology like that kind of thing um but I never really expected to go into creative just because I never Mm. thought I was creative I I talked about this before but I just like never saw myself as creative even though I have been my whole life but yeah and like you said we're still young like our career has just started I know Um, so. And like 10 years from now, we'd look back at like our yeah. 20 selves and be like, you're so funny. Yeah, for real. We're <laughs> yeah. probably going to like listen to these podcasts and be like, who were we? Like, what? Why did we think we could publish advice? I know. <laughs> like, silly little I child. Know. But, you know, yeah. 
Um, we've kind of already talked about this a little bit, but mm-hmm. would you be surprised with like where you live? Are you surprised yeah. now? <laughs> I, I'm surprised I live in Atlanta, honestly. Like it's just mm-hmm. the most random state. Again, like I was like, where is Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Like, what is Georgia? Like, never even been, but like moving here, I'm pretty surprised. Like, there's a lot of things to do, like it's becoming a big city. Um, but I never thought I would stay in America for this long Mm -hmm. truly and I feel like honestly I have stayed here for a while just because Yu Chen does live here and like he's based here Um, but if I like didn't have Yu Chen as like to consider um, as to like where I'll move next I don't Mm -hmm. know if I'd like stick around here yeah Um, but it's just pretty shocking. I, I thought it would end up in Hong Kong, but so much has changed in Hong yeah. Kong now that, like, unfortunately, like, I don't know if I'll ever go back and live there again. Yeah. Like, that's really devastating because I always had a dream as well to live in Hong Kong because it's home for me. Mm-hmm. And I love the city. Like, it has such good food, like, shopping, yeah. like, life there is amazing. But just to see, like, what is has turned into and yeah. now it's just, like... A political disaster there and mm-hmm. it's really devastating to see like your own home like yeah. crumble and no I get that. I don't know if I'll ever recover like yeah the same no. at least I feel the same way I feel like I never really like had legitimate like plans or like I don't know to live in Hong Kong but I think it's always been in the back of my head because mm-hmm. like my dad's family is in Hong Kong and mm-hmm. um you know, I need to practice my Chinese. So I was like, oh, maybe if I like lived in Hong Kong, even for co-op, I was like, oh, um, maybe I can do a, a broad co-op like in Hong Kong mm. or something and like really get close to my family yeah. and stuff. But like there's a ha- housing crisis. Um, yep. No one has a home. So <laughs> like it's just an unideal. Um, but with that, um. I, again, like, I don't think I would be surprised I ended up at least in Boston. Definitely not in the U.S. Because even when I was in Malaysia, the whole time I, like, wanted to go back to the U.S. Um, But I think in regards to, like, now, um, I'm honestly surprised I stayed in Boston after graduating. I was, like, ready to bounce. Um, I thought I was going to move to New York immediately. Mm. But, yeah, that would not have been a good idea because I had no money um but yeah I don't know I think in regards like where I want to live honestly I don't want to live in the U.S. anymore (laughs) like especially looking into adulthood and like thinking about family and whether or not I even like want to start my own family with kids like if I do end up having kids it's not gonna be here I Mm -hmm. promise you that like it's just unideal I don't know yeah yeah, I definitely, like, I have been talking about Yu Chen, like, just to think about, like, living in another country for, like, a while, like, maybe mm-hmm. a year. Like, I just think yeah. it would be such a great experience just to yeah. live, like, on another country. Um, That's definitely a future thing. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Another thing about, like, a family, I would definitely want them to live, like, I don't know if it's in Malaysia, but, like, mm-hmm. in Asia somewhere for, like, a few years or like a substantial amount of time because Mm -hmm. I think I learned the most 
not like education wise but like mm-hmm. life wise during my yeah. time in Malaysia and like I would not have traded that for the world like I would not be the person I am without that experience yeah. and not that I want my kids to be like a stamp copy of me and like have the same exact experiences that's just unrealistic mm-hmm. but I think like being in that kind of an environment where you're just in somewhere different and you're learning about other cultures is like so important yeah yeah. I agree. I agree. Yep. So kind of segueing a little bit, um, as we've like been reflecting, I also wanted to talk a little bit about like, you know, future selves, mm-hmm. like um, any resolutions that we have as the year comes to an end. And I hate the word New Year's resolutions, but I yeah. like to think of it more as like goals or like mindset changes mm-hmm. that we want to have in, into the new year. Yeah. Um, I like to think of it as like, New Year's intentions are like, (laughs) I know, I think that this next year for me, like is going to be like, crazy. I just have a feeling like 2023 (laughs) is going to be like, even more changes. I think I'm gonna have so much growth. Mm -hmm. Um, And things are gonna change, I think. Yeah. And I don't know. That's just my prediction. Yeah. I agree I think I don't know I feel like 2023 is just gonna be a lot of new like I mean I'm hoping that by then in a month I will have a job like you know new beginnings um just like a lot of different circumstances um I think some goals and intentions I have um I definitely really I've been trying to put like myself first and Mm -hmm. focus on like even just skincare routines and like wellness type of things like yeah I think I always put the excuse of like I don't have time to do a 10-step routine which I don't do I do like three steps um (laughs) like I just didn't have time to think about it in the past so I've been like slowly building up um I've also downloaded like a habit tracking app that actually I used so that's exciting um and I just want to like keep myself accountable and like I've been really consistent with working out which is like really exciting and I can definitely feel the change like mentally Mm -hmm. um and I think I just want to keep that up and then another thing especially with our whole conversation of like friendship I kind of want to like be more bold and like put myself in uncomfortable situations and like just try new things you know like I've always wanted to do like gymnastics I wanted to go back to like gymnastics classes like I did it when I was like three um and like I still love you know doing like stunts and stuff like not that I can do many but Mm -hmm. (laughs) I still love the idea of that or like even like cheerleading and stuff like there's adult studios and stuff like that and I've always wanted to be a flyer because I'm like tiny so (laughs) I've always wanted someone to just like throw me into the air you know Mm -hmm. Um, so I feel like something I want to do is do those things that I've always said I wanted to do and like just never did it and Mm -hmm. with that try and build relationships with new people and like just be more social because I'm like an extreme extrovert but Mm -hmm. I'm not good at like I don't know like making and then retaining new friends I guess 
because I feel like I'm still like awkward like I'm really outgoing but I'm still awkward (laughs) no me too like I'm super cold and stuff so if I don't vibe with you right away like it's pretty much over at that point yeah (laughs) which is kind of bad but I think that's just how I make friends yeah um so I definitely want to be like outside my comfort zone more too I think one of the big things I really want to carry with me is to be more present Mm -hmm. and I truly want to apply to this to my everyday like and not to get hung up on decisions because I think I have a lot of decision anxiety where it's like I'm always like worried about decisions like whether it's big or small like small from like what shoes to get to like what color to get of this thing to like what job I should do Mm -hmm. like where should I move like I think I get way too hung up on the decision and I need to be way way more present like I just want to wake up every day and enjoy my life Mm -hmm. and not like worry like anxiety is truly like the thief of joy because yeah you spend all that time worrying and you look back at your life like 10 years from now and you're like all I did was worry when I should have Mm -hmm. enjoyed and I feel like every movie that I've been watching it's just like be present like enjoy the current moment and like I need to be more like that because yeah it's really difficult but I have to force myself I think Mm -hmm. and I want to implement maybe more practices that'll like help me be more present um yeah in my daily life no, I get that. I am definitely on the same page there. And I think like something that you were telling me about and like I've definitely read and seen a lot of TikToks on it um, is like the identity based like changing of your habits. And I mm-hmm. think like not that I want to play into the romanticization of like that girl, but I feel like I kind of have to put myself into like forming the identity that I want. Right. And like with that like I want to be the fitness queen like I want to be like the meditation girl you know who's like so in tune with her body and mind like I think that is kind of the driving force to then like create all these habits that I can put together of you know okay now I want to meditate every day in order to be like very in tune you know and present and like okay yeah I have to work out and like actually like stick with it and like you know be present for that in order to be like the fitness girl so I feel like just like imagining myself as though that person um will definitely help mm-hmm. yeah yeah, yeah. but I think it'll be an exciting year yeah I hope <laughs> I'm trying to think if I have like any other resolutions I think I want to be like a lot nicer to myself because I think I'm mm-hmm. like so harsh yeah. on the daily about like everything that I do. And yeah, I just want to be kinder to myself and truly apply that, not just say say that. Mm-hmm. And I want to get back to my hobbies because yeah. working corporate kind of just drains the soul out of you and it leaves you with very minimal energy left at the end mm-hmm. of the day. And so I just really want to like get back into older hobbies and like something of enjoyment. Mm-hmm. I think like my hobby is one of them is working out, which is great. It's an active hobby, but I want another hobby that's just like, I just enjoy it. Like, yeah. I don't know what that'll be, um, but 
you should go back to knitting. Yeah, I did love knitting. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of like small hobbies like that, like baking, knitting, like um, I'm trying to get back into candle making. Like I mm-hmm. really want to get back into that. I want to make like candles to gift, like for Christmas. Yeah, and that would stuff. be so nice. Yeah. And I want to do that and be in that way. I feel like I can be more present to have those yeah. little hobbies. No, yeah. definitely the same page. Like I have all these books that I haven't read and I just want to read them. Like I want to be enriched and learn, but I just have not read. Um, there's another thing. I can't remember. Whatever. I want to read more. That's one of them. Um, oh, the other thing was kind of more like, I guess, goal wise, like I want to be better with finances. Like I mm. want to not like have a number of like how much money I want to save, but I think I just want to be more mindful and like, you know, maybe it'll start out as meticulous tracking on a spreadsheet that um, Annie helped me build. Or maybe it's like, you know, after that, then I just get a feel for like how to track it. Right. And like how to just be more responsible financially. Um, another thing that I literally watched a TikTok about it like yesterday. Um, she was talking about like how to split your accounts um, better. So rather than having just one like checking account that everything comes out of, like how she categorizes the spending and like it's like you can't have. I mean, you can have multiple accounts and there's like, it's not going to hurt your credit or whatever. So yeah, just learning more like actual finance tips and methods versus like just save money. Like, okay, (laughs) that does not help. I think Um, like all the data out there can be so overwhelming. But like my therapist told me that like the fact that you're already thinking about this and like planning your money, like that's already miles ahead Mm -hmm. of so many people our age. Yeah. Like who like we're already so ahead so like mm-hmm. try not to feel like you're behind and like yeah so much to definitely. catch up on because it's like we're all just trying to figure it out like I have no idea what I'm doing either yep <laughs> yeah so moral of the story it's fine if you don't know what you're doing because no one else does yes and to like tie it back to the whole childhood thing I feel like 23 sounded so old like 23 I, I was like I will have a, a house like who what 23-year-old is having a house, you know? I like, know. there I are know. some, but they are the exception, not the rule. So I think even now, right, we're going to be like, okay, by 30, I'll have it together. And then 30 will roll around and we'll be like, nope, this is not happening. You know, it's like, yeah. honestly, I think we'll never really, quote unquote, have it together. It's just the impression of like, what we've learned from media societal expectations and like even now like thinking of having it together Mm -hmm. most of the time I'm thinking of career and house like you know yeah other people have it together and they're traveling the world with no permanent home you know like that's their version of having it together and so I think if there's any young listeners um just let go of those expectations and live life because you will never have it together I'm so sorry to say (laughs) yeah it's very true everyone's just figuring it out even your parents for real yeah all right I think that's a wrap is there anything else 
Yeah, no, I think that sums it up. All right. Well, thank you everyone for listening to our podcast episode. We'd love to hear from you. So if you, let me try that again. Okay. So we'd like to thank you for tuning into our podcast episode and we'd love to hear from you. So be sure to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from. You can check us out at barelyadulting.pod. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.